Welcome to the Water Learn Podcast. I'm your host, France Tapon. In this episode, I talked to Chris Roper of Constant. Now, a lot of questions that I get is, how can you afford to travel all the time? And I tell people, well, it's not just traveling cheaply, but also saving money and investing your money, investing it wisely. You're an idiot if you keep your money in a bank. It's really stupid. It is, in fact, the riskiest thing you can do is to keep your money in the bank because it's the only thing that's guaranteed over the long term to be the worst investment. Everybody thinks it's a safe thing. It's actually a risky thing over the long term. So you got to think of other avenues to do it. And this is one potential way. I'm not a financial advisor, but just to consider as another avenue is peer-to-peer lending. It's kind of a bounce of the high-risk stuff, but yet if you look for things that are collateralized, it might be a good bet. So listen carefully to this short podcast. It's only 15 minutes long, but packed with information. And again, I'm not a financial advisor, but it's something that you should consider. Welcome to the Wanna Learn Podcast. I'm your host, Francis Tapon. I'm here with Chris Roper of Constant. Welcome from Vietnam, right? Yes, that's right. I'm out here in Vietnam in our Vietnamese office and it's very, very hot outside, but very bright. It's very different to where you are, Francis. A lot of people, they ask me, how do I travel more? How do I get out more? And I, I tell them, well, you got to live simply. You got to cut your costs, but also you have to invest your money well. And 1% at the bank or less is really not going to get you to beat inflation or to save up anything worth a darn. So you need to find other vehicles. And I learned about Constant, and I thought this might be a good company to profile because it's relatively new. Everybody knows about stocks and bonds and things like that, but not too many people know about peer-to-peer lending, especially peer-to-peer lending with cryptocurrencies. So can you quickly tell us, Chris, what peer-to-peer lending is and how does it differ from lending from a bank or from a credit card? Well, P2P lending is just two people uh, who've probably never met. Uh, lending to each other. So it'd be like me offering you $1,000 for uh, a bit of interest in return. So there have been uh, a spate of P2P lending companies uh, that have emerged. The first one was in 2005, that was Zopa in the UK. And um, since then, there's there's been quite a few others. One of the biggest in the US is Lending Club, I believe. Um, and the difference is rather than you go into a bank to get your loan, for example, you, you would go to a P2P lender and you're borrowing your money from somebody else who's got the money available and, and wants to uh, make some use out of it, earn a bit of interest. Um, so it's, it's peer-to-peer, it's, it's direct, there's um, no middlemen involved uh, except for the platform itself, of course. Um, and what we do is we do a, a very special kind of P2P lending called secured P2P lending. Okay, before we get into that, because there's some people who might think about, they might have heard of Lending Club, which has a mixed review in the United States because some people have loaned out money, let's say a thousand bucks or whatever, and then the loan defaulted and they lost their money. I mean, these are extreme cases, but it has happened. So explain to me why Constant is different. So Lending Club is, you're right, it has had a, and, and P2P lending generally has had a bit of a, a bad reputation um, for defaults and, and investor losses. So the way we're different is we secure all lending with collateral, a very special type of collateral, which I'll explain later. But the difference is when you have collateral backing the loan, then there is something to secure it and the investor is um, more or less guaranteed or very likely to get their principal and profit back, um, as opposed to if there being no collateral there at all. So it's the same way uh, a borrower is um, securing the loan in the same way someone would, you know, get uh, uh, 
uh, a mortgage for a house, for example. Got it. And um, tell us about the whole over collateralization that you do. The actually, so let's say I want ten thousand um, dollars as a loan. You don't just demand that I show that I have a collateral of ten thousand dollars more. You actually ask for a hundred and fifty percent more than the loan I actually want to take. So in this case, it would be fifteen thousand um, dollars. Why do you do that, and how do you use cryptocurrencies to do that? Yeah. So um, we we do use a very uh, special type of collateral, uh, cryptocurrencies, as you say. Uh, cryptocurrencies are, are extremely liquid assets, which means they can be sold at a moment's notice. And um, the, the big issue with them, though, is that they can be quite volatile. So that's why we over-collateralize loans. So if you want to borrow some money and you have some cryptocurrency, then you're only going to be able to borrow about 66% of that, the, the value of that cryptocurrency. Uh, you, so in other words, you have to put up 150% uh, of the value of your loan in cryptocurrency in order to to get it. Um, and that mitigates the problem with uh, the volatility of the crypto market. There's a, a bit of a buffer, a bit of wiggle room, so that if there, the, the price of that cryptocurrency falls, then um, it's, it's not going to mean immediate liquidation of the loan. Right. And the people who are doing this, they don't want to lose their cryptocurrency when, you know, when their loan goes under or not the loan goes under but sorry if the cryptocurrency's value drops dramatically in a flash crash for example where all of a sudden in in a matter of less than an hour it loses half of its value there's a mechanism that you guys have that allows them to top up their account explain how that works yeah so the mechanism is called auto top up and it means that the borrower can deposit some extra collateral and just leave it there as a kind of safety mechanism. So if their collateral falls too much in value, if it's approaching the liquidation threshold that we set, then auto top up will kick in. It will um, automatically top up their loan with that extra collateral and thereby avoiding a uh, liquidation event. What's the difference between Constant and other companies out there that are trying to do other peer-to-peer lending, whether they're using cryptocurrency or not. One of the one of the companies that caught my eye, for example, is called Upstart, and it's formed by two ex-Google employees, and they have an AI algorithm to try to evaluate each loan so that they can kind of predict, using artificial intelligence, what loans are most likely to default, therefore not do them, versus ones that are pretty sure bets, and let's you know those are safe places to loan, save people to loan too. So how does Upstart differ from Constant? Well, I suppose I should begin by saying that uh, traditional P2P lenders have had uh, a couple of problems. Uh, one is assessing the creditworthiness of borrowers, and the other is uh, using the right collateral, because a lot of P2P lenders don't use collateral at all. Now, as I understand it, Upstart is using AI to assess or evaluate borrowers and thereby avoid uh, the potential loss of the, if, to investors if uh, the borrower defaults. Now, the big difference between us and them is that we do not do any kind of assessment of our borrowers. Uh, as long as they have the collateral to secure their loan, then we're happy. We don't assess their credit history, don't score them, we don't refer to reference agencies or anything like that. Um, if you have the cryptocurrency to secure your loan, then we will give you one. And the reason behind that is cryptocurrencies are extremely liquid. As I was saying before, it's a perfect type of collateral. If you compare it to, say, property, for example, well, it can take years 
to sell a house after a borrower defaults, in which case, you know, the investor is left without any of their principal and their profit. They've got a long wait to get it back. And, you know, that's why a lot of people have, have complained about P2P lending and complained about losses and, and suffered this for a very long time. So we're trying to kind of set a new standard for peer-to-peer uh, -peer lending using the right type of collateral. Fair enough. Now, let's talk about some numbers here for those who are interested. Let's say you're interested, somebody who's watching or listening to this, they're saying, I would like to make some money loaning it to other people. What kind of interest rates are we typically seeing in the middle of 2020? So interest rates at the moment are running at 7% on our platform. Uh, we actually don't set the interest rate, the customers do. Uh, all we do is match them together. The lender, so the person I, who's trying, who's going to be lending the money. So let's say I've got $1,000 I want to lend out. I can set it at 7%, which is the market rate. But if I feel like it, I can say, how about 8%? Yeah, absolutely. And sometimes people, if a borrower is uh, using the money to make a cryptocurrency trade, for example, time is very much of the essence. As I said, crypto markets are, are very volatile and they may, they may pay a higher premium to get that money quicker than if they uh, you know, had to wait around for, for a match. So yes, our customers are 7% is the rate at which our, our, the borrowers and investors are matching at at the moment, but it has been higher in the past. Uh, we, we started, I believe, at about 10%, and it has come down to 7 and we believe partly due to um, the, the market activity that's, that's been going on. Uh, cryptocurrency market has uh, fallen slightly uh, of recent months, um, but it does go up and down. We, we, we just give our customers the rate so that they know what rate they need to put in to guarantee a match, because we don't want people sort of hanging around. And somebody who's a borrower and who wants, let's say, I need a $5,000 loan for whatever reason, that loan, let's say, I know I'm going to get a bonus, a year-end bonus from my employer, and I want to buy a motorcycle today, and it's going to cost me 5000 bucks. I can go ahead and use Constant and get that $5,000 loan. I get my bonus in December. Boom, I pay back my loan. All said and done, and it's a lot cheaper than putting it all in a credit card and having to pay a much higher interest rate on the credit card. So that's the advantage of a of the person who's trying to loan it. Now, the interesting thing is that most of the people here that are using Constant are actually using the loans in order to trade cryptocurrencies, which as we talked about are very volatile so that they think, okay, I could use an 8% interest rate because I have confidence as a trader that I'm going to be making 50% over the year just by trading cryptocurrency effectively and efficiently. So I'm going to easily pay back that 8% loan because I'm a smart guy. And if they're not so smart, then you use their you liquidate the asset that they put up forth to collateralize that loan. Correct? Yeah, absolutely. I would say that our customers mainly fall into two camps. So we have the the cryptocurrency traders who want to use us as a kind of leverage mechanism, um, or and then in the other camp we have uh, just people who are long term holders of cryptocurrency but need cash for whatever reason. Yeah, like you suggest, maybe they, they want to buy something and they're afraid the price might go up or maybe they've got a, a new arrival. Maybe they've got a baby in the house or they need to do some uh, home repairs, um, get a new car. The, the list is endless, really. Um, but a lot of people are holding cryptocurrencies for, for the long term. And, and what Constant does, it gives them uh, a sort of a way to unlock the value of those assets without having to sell. Because if they sell up, 
then they lose their interest in that particular cryptocurrency and, and project and may need to buy in again later at a higher price. And they don't want to do that. Let's say I've got $1,000. I could just lend out $1,000. And if that all goes well for me, then I can decide next month I want to loan out $3,000 or $5,000 or $10,000. What is the typical amount of people, the amount of loans that people uh, offer up? Uh, it really varies. Uh, I wouldn't even say there was a typical Or how amount. about the Some range then just, in that case? Oh, the range. Um, it's mainly between 100. And it can. we have had people invest up to 50,000 before. Okay. Um, so it, there's, it's a very big range. Um, I think when people realize uh, that it's backed by um, liquid collateral like cryptocurrency, they realize, wow, you know, I can get a, a better a better rate than a bank of three times the rate of a CD currently, um, and it's it's a really good place to park some idle assets that you might have, idle funds rather. So if you have sort of ten thousand sitting in a bank account, well, it's not going to make much there. So you can put it with us, and you're going to earn seven percent, possibly more. Um, so it's, it's a very good way of, if you already are an, a, a kind of seasoned investor and you're playing stocks and, and perhaps even investing in cryptocurrencies, um, our platform is, is a good kind of diversification measure. You can use us to earn a, a very healthy return, certainly better than you'd earn in a bank. And um, you're, you, know, you have that reassurance that your investments are backed by liquid assets. And the onboarding mechanism, let's say for American citizen, what about a British or Australian is it? Do you work with all these different uh, uh, countries? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we're open to everyone. We our main market is the U.S. market. Okay, so however, how does uh, it work for let's say a U.S. citizen? What do they need to do? They need to obviously open up an account with Constant, and then what? Uh, I just need to transfer money from my bank to your bank. Correct. So before you can do that, you do need to pass KYC because we are subject to AML mm -hmm. and KYC checks. That's like know your customer. So they basically need to know some of your backgrounds to take a passport or ID and that kind yeah. of stuff. Correct, which is pretty, pretty common. Um, and then from that point, you create your investment order. So you get to choose how much you want to invest, the rate and the term. Uh, we currently have terms from one to nine months. Nothing really longer than that because of the volatility of the cryptocurrency industry. Uh, market rather. Um, and then once you've created your investment order, you send your money to us, we forward it to the uh, to the borrower. And then at the end of the term, the borrower repays and that money comes back to you with interest. That's fantastic. Well, I definitely want to encourage everybody who's watching or listening to this to check out Constant because I think banks are not a great way to get rich <laughs> unless you are the bank. <laughs> but it's it's just not a way to build wealth. And to build wealth, you need to do other mechanisms and you'll never be able to travel a long time and do that. So I think uh, you have stocks, you have cryptocurrencies, you have all sorts of other, you know, real estate, many mechanisms, gold. But one thing is peer-to-peer -peer lending. And I think what I like about Constant from what I've seen is the whole 150% collateral. So it's a pretty safe bet. And, and we had a flash crash in the cryptocurrency. In fact, the entire all those financial markets back in the middle of March of 2020. And you guys pretty much survived it unscathed. Absolutely. Yeah, uh, we, we don't just employ uh, over collateralization. We, we also have the auto, auto top up mechanism I explained earlier. And in addition to that, 
Um, we also notify borrowers regularly as their uh, collateral approaches the liquidation threshold. So they have an opportunity to top up if they haven't enabled that auto top up feature. Uh, in addition, we do have various um, uh, internal mechanisms such as we, we cap our exposure to certain collateral types uh, so that we're not overexposed to any one particular cryptocurrency. So we, we do have lots of measures to mitigate that, uh, mitigate that risk. Um, and in a flash crash, what, yeah, we've, we've had a fairly big one and uh, I think another slightly smaller one. And no investors have ever lost a penny so far in our platform. Wonderful. Chris Roper, thank you so much. Uh, for those who want to learn more, they go to myconstant, not constant.com, but myconstant.com. And there you also have links to your Telegram group and to Twitter and Facebook, et cetera, correct? Yeah, correct. Yeah. Wonderful. Well, thank you very much for having me on. No problem. Enjoy the, the hot weather of Vietnam. And that concludes this episode of the Wander Learn podcast, where we explore travel, technology, and transformation. If you'd like to see the show notes with links to what we talked about, or if you'd like to comment on the show, or if you'd like to ask me a question, then go to wanderlearn.com and click on this episode. If you'd like to connect with me, just remember FTAPON. That's my first initial and my last name. FTAPON is the username I use on all social media. You can also get to my website by going to ftapon.com. And here's one last reason to remember FTAPON. If you like what I do and would like to get rewarded for supporting my projects, then go to patreon.com slash FTAPON. That's where you can pick up some remarkable rewards for as little as $2 a month. And now for five quick favors. Number one, subscribe to the Wander Learn podcast. Two, download it. Three, share it. Four, review it somewhere. And five, sign up for my newsletter at wanderlearn.com. Our theme music was composed by Eric Stratman. This is Francis Tapon encouraging you to wander and learn.